with a loot box free guarantee. It's the Life is Casual Gamers podcast. Hello, I'm Matt, and welcome to episode three of the Life is Casual Gamers podcast. We've been making some big moves and upgrades since rebooting from three casual gamers down to one. Now the casual gamers are you and I. One of those moves happens to be we're now on Spotify. If you have Spotify, remember to go and subscribe to the show and leave us a review wherever you're listening to the show. Obviously, it really helps me out. And if you help me, I'll help you stay up to date on your favorite hobby. I've also uploaded my review was talked about last week on Apex Legends. That's on YouTube. So you can go and check that out if you still haven't decided whether or not you want to give into the hype and play Apex Legends. Just search Life as Casual Gamers on YouTube. And speaking of Apex Legends, I got my first win in Apex Legends last week. So yay me, I'm still celebrating that. (laughs) Uh, I also bought Far Cry New Dawn. I'm going to be uploading a review once I actually get around to playing it. Originally, it had intended to be my weekend plans, but life happens. That's the life part of being a casual gamer. And I didn't really get a chance to actually play it. It seems that not too many people were really too excited about this game, other than myself. Even my friends who played Far Cry 5 with me said that they probably wouldn't bother with New Dawn. But I personally just love sequels, especially with the way that Far Cry 5 ended. I really want more. So I'll let you know how that goes next week or the week after. Hopefully I can get a review up for you and you can check that out debate on whether or not you want to spend the 50 bucks to buy the game last week we also did a poll to find out what games you were most excited for for the week because friday there was quite a few games being released and we had a tie between far cry metro exodus and jump force the only game that didn't really get a vote was Crackdown 3, so not too many people on our Twitter page are too excited for Crackdown 3. Also coming out this Friday is Anthem, so another highly anticipated game will be coming out in a couple of days. As I'm recording this, that game is downloading right now, just waiting for its release. It's been pre-ordered. I personally didn't buy the game, but I set up GameShare on my PS4 with my brother, and he's really excited to play that one, so I'm getting really excited for it. Didn't pay full price. I think that's the part that I'm most excited about, and I'm excited to try it out, so maybe next week we'll be talking a little bit about Anthem as well. All right, now that we're all caught up on what's been happening in the time apart from our last episode, let's check in on this week's gaming news. You may need to download another file before launching Anthem on Friday, as a huge patch will be implemented to improve loading times. If you tried out the beta on day one about a month ago, you may have gotten stuck on the loading screen boss, I like to call it. Well, that should not be a problem when the game goes live. At least we really hope it's not. The patch will also improve controls, javelins, gears, and weapons. Crafting, strongholds, and a ton of other general fixes will be implemented as well in this big patch. I do really hope that their servers will actually be able to handle the traffic on their launch weekend, or this game feels like it just might fall as flat as Call of Duty World War II did. 
And it'd be a shame. This game has a lot of promise, and it seems to be like EA is finally getting gamers hyped up about their games. Plus, of course, that Anthem live-action short Neil Blomkamp released on Thursday, that got me hyped up. <laughs> Find that trailer on our Facebook or Twitter. It's being called the Fire Festival of the Video Game World. Epic Games is suing the organizer of a failed Fortnite festival. Fortnite Live was an event that happened in the UK. They charged between 12 and 32 pounds per person, and that got Fortnite fans into a knockoff, unlicensed Fortnite festival put on by an organizer called Exciting Events. Nothing too exciting about this event, though. The festival had a bunch of activities that had nothing to do with Fortnite there, like a climbing wall and archery lessons. <laughs> and if you wanted to play Fortnite at the festival, you had to pay extra and wait in a long line. So, of course, lots of parents took their kids. They were complaining that they spent the entire day in line waiting for their kids to be able to play the game that they could easily play at home for free. Epic Games actually put out a statement about this, saying that they were in no way associated with the event and that they've issued a claim against the organizers. So they're going to be suing these organizers. The organizer, exciting events, offered full refunds, apologized, and said that they'll do better for next year. Dude, you're getting sued! It's not happening next year. I got to say, though, when I first read this story, I actually cried of laughter. Have you ever gone to a pop-up carnival? That's kind of what this sounded like when I saw the advertising for it. But parents who don't know anything about video games and who will do anything for their kids, of course, got tricked. And their kids didn't know any better. They're kids. A part of me does feel a little bit bad for the people who went to this festival. But at the same time, I don't. You know, I, I think it's mostly because I don't want to feel bad for these people. You went to a knockoff festival, and that just makes me laugh. Don't make me feel bad about laughing at your misery. Plus, you also lost 30 bucks, not hundreds of thousands of dollars like the people from the fire scam. So we can't really relate that to the fire festival. Let's stop doing that. Especially because I kind of feel bad for the fire festival people. Kinda, in a small way. I don't feel bad for these Fortnite families. Their kids probably have spent way more on battle passes and skins anyways. It also wouldn't be a gaming podcast without talking about Apex Legends. The first Easter egg will have you crawled out of the zone just to witness this yourself. If you find a little Loch Ness Monster teddy bear hidden in the map somewhere, shoot it and look out into the water. Nessie will appear. The Loch Ness Monster. They have an Easter egg in Apex Legends. It's like a giant version of the plush doll, and it slowly comes out of the water, but it's really cool nonetheless. And if you can't find one yourself in the game, just do what I did and YouTube it. Apex Legends has also been helping so many other games out as well. Of course, last week we talked about how they revived the online player base to Titanfall 2. Well, now they're boosting sales in a VR game not associated with Respawn, Titanfall, or Apex Legends whatsoever. So if you play on PC, you know that Apex Legends can't be found on Steam. But the VR game Apex Construct can. Because some people don't like to pay attention 
and they've actually been buying Apex Construct, thinking it's Apex Legends. But, like, don't you look at what you're buying before you click that confirm button? <laughs> if not, here's my stance on this. You deserve to pay for and play Apex Construct. Keep those people off of any online multiplayer game. <laughs> and yes, I see the irony of a guy hosting a podcast called Life is Casual Gamers saying that other people shouldn't be playing multiplayer games. But hey, at least I put some effort in as a casual. So much effort that I actually assisted in my team's carrying of me to champion status on Apex. And our last mention of Apex Legends on this week's episode. Keep an eye out for a new Pathfinder skin. Fans have been saying that Pathfinder reminds them of Chappie. Yeah, remember that movie from 2015? Neil Blomkamp was the writer and director of Chappie, and he says that he's actually down for a Chappie Apex Legends skin. While the movie got bad reviews, I personally loved it because, well, I love Diane Wood. I think you freaky, and I'll buy that skin. <laughs> if you have some vintage old video games in your closet that are new or like new, dust them off, as those can be worth a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. When I say vintage, though, I don't mean Guitar Hero. Yeah. I also saw a post that said Guitar Hero was a vintage video game. But anyways, moving on, I mean Super Mario Brothers. Those NES cartridges, the old school NES Super Mario Brothers game. Someone put up an unopened package of the game up for auction. It sold for over $100,000. That's some life goals right there. I'm not talking about making hundred grand off of an old video game. I'm talking about being able to have hundred grand sitting around to spend on a video game. Mind you, the way the game prices are headed right now, 100k game sounds like it could be a regular thing one day. If you're tired of console wars in three years, it looks like the competition may get even more fierce as a new console plans to hit the market. It's called the Madbox, and Slightly Mad Studios CEO Ian Bell says in three years it can rival a high-end PC. Pricing and release details have yet to be released, but if they can take even a percentage of the Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo market, hey, that's a success. Because honestly, I can't really see the market budging too much from the Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo stronghold. And if you'd rather play Call of Duty Black Ops 4 than Apex Legends, you'll be happy to know that yesterday, Operation Grand Heist went live on PS4. Outrider returns as a specialist, there's a new Blackout map, new weapons, and a whole lot more. And that's it for Noob News this week. Of course, remember to follow us on social media for more updates throughout the week. It's time now to get a little geeky. Geek out, freak out. So the last two geek outs I did weren't too geeky, I guess. While I totally geek out over comedy or music, it may not fit the podcast format. I've been thinking a lot about this. Last week's was even further off from the format, talking about the Grammys and Post Malone. I'm going to try to keep it to geeking out about video games, games that I'm playing, and I still want to branch out here into geek culture and comic book type stuff as well. 
If I actually played Far Cry, I'd probably geek out over it in this episode, but maybe that'll be the geek out for next week. I'm going to hopefully have that game beat within a week or two. I really want to take some time to actually play this game, and it doesn't seem like it's too long of a game, and it's also not a full game. That's why the game is priced cheaper. So this week, some pretty big stuff did happen in the DC and Marvel universe, and I do want to talk about it. First of all, Netflix canceled both The Punisher and Jessica Jones, the last two remaining Marvel shows in the Netflix universe. Jessica Jones will have a third season, and then it is done. So that'll be the final season. And then all of those Netflix and Marvel shows are completely gone. And I mean, we kind of expected this after they canceled Daredevil and the rest of the Marvel shows on Netflix. I'm happy that at least they were able to wrap up the Punisher properly and not leave it on a cliffhanger, expecting to get another season like some of the other shows did. I am upset, though, that Jessica Jones is getting a third season as it's the weakest show in that universe. I'd much rather have them work on maybe another season of Daredevil. But hey, not my call. Netflix did a great job with these characters. Got a really Give them a thumbs up on that. They were fantastic shows. And while no one really involved with Netflix or Disney will admit it, we kind of know that they've been canceled because Disney is launching their own streaming platform and they kind of want everything that they're involved with off of Netflix so they can steal those Netflix users. But, I mean, what are you going to do? It's kind of out of the fans' control. But then there's DC. About a month ago, a report was released that DC's streaming service had been doing terribly. And that's how I found out DC had a streaming service. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. And I personally prefer the DC heroes over the Marvel heroes. So clearly, they're not very good at marketing their service. A few weeks ago, I actually binged Titans on Netflix. I've heard quite a few people didn't really like Titans, but I, like I said, I love the DC heroes, and I loved titans robin was insane in that show i absolutely loved the character of robin in that so naturally after loving titans seeing the doom patrol appear on titans i wanted to watch doom patrol so doom patrol if you haven't heard is out now season one it's been made exclusive though to dc streaming service so if you want to watch Doom Patrol, you'll have to subscribe to DC's streaming service. Fine, cool, no problem. But wait, there is a problem if you don't live in the United States. Because DC's streaming service isn't available anywhere else. And I'm in Canada. I want to watch Doom Patrol, and I literally can't. And then you kind of wonder, hmm, why is DC's streaming service falling flat? I've, I can't think of any reason whatsoever. So I guess I'll be looking for one of those moral gray area streams. And that's actually why DC is better than Marvel. They force you to save money and not subscribe to their service. Unlike Marvel, who's going to make you pay for both or choose between Disney Plus and Netflix, DC is just like, ah, if you don't live in the States, you'll find another way to watch it. Don't worry, we don't need your money. I love it. Thank you, DC, for saving me some money. That's it for the Geek Out this week. Went a little bit comic booky and a little bit ranty. Like I said earlier, I'm going to be trying to talk more about video games and geek out more about video games as the podcast kind of evolves. 
But now it's on to our last segment, Thoughts and Prayers. Thoughts and Prayers. So my thoughts for this week, EA is the publisher for both Apex Legends and Anthem. We seem to love Apex right now, and we're highly anticipating Anthem. I just wonder how long it'll be until everyone hates EA again. And my prayers? Well, I pray that EA actually took a nice turn around the corner and listens to its fans this time around. We can only hope and maybe pray to the gaming gods that EA straightens its stuff out for good. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the LACG podcast. Remember to give us a follow on social media for podcast and gaming news updates. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a rating and review on iTunes. That helps us out so much. Also, subscribing is absolutely free, and you'll get a notification as to when new content is available. I post new episodes Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern. So until next Wednesday, have fun, you filthy casuals.